community theory. Community theory. Mago helped me to remember some things. And one of those things was community theory. And I am preoccupied just in this moment with how the noise I made at the end of my jingle made the syllables of an ancient Egyptian god archetype named Ptah. And I find myself caught up wondering what Ptah has to do with community theory. I'm sure we'll come up with something. I'm going to leave that aside for the moment because I am formulating something that I want to communicate to others, as usual. And what Mago helped me do is get the words flowing so that I could then direct them in service of the projects we are supporting and send those signals over the sound waves you're hearing. The sound waves you are hearing. Yes. Many of us have lost our community bodies. And our culture does not seem ever to have been particularly acquainted with community theory. In order to get back something we are currently missing, we need to be able to talk in words about what it is. <laughs> Which turns out to not always be such an easy thing. When we get abandoned and gaslighted, by families and communities, by people around us who we thought we could trust. We are cut off from functioning as a community organism or a family organism. And although we can and do survive in many ways cut off from those family and community bodies. There is something that has been cut off. It is not a nothing experience. It is, it is, it is kind of a big deal. And one of the things we've got going on rampantly is that people keep telling us we don't need our community or family bodies. And most of the resources that we would go to in times of great duress have an investment in selling solutions to us for money rather than helping us reconnect with our family or community bodies and rather than helping us 
find community or family bodies that are really right for us to, to become really integrated into care and belonging with. Because most of our processes are tied up in the nutrient flow of Western dollars currency. But Western dollars currency is not the only kind of nutrients we need. As much as Western dollars currency is urgently needed medicinally, if we don't support the structures we have that run on money with structures that run on human compassion and nourishment sharing and collaborative healing, we don't have enough systems to keep functioning. Without that second set of things, we are submitting ourselves to gradual poisoning. And most of our public seems to have been left with an understanding that commercial interests can replace human community bodies. Why did I put human there? I don't know. Do you know? Intuitive.pub slash contact. If you think I know why I said something, you can disabuse me there. <laughs> that second set of things. The other nutrients that we need, the nutrients that account for our humanness in so many ways. That's the intuitive public infrastructure we are, we are building because intuitive infrastructure must be publicly accessible so that people can find one another, collaborate together, and rebuild family and community bodies to whatever extent this is needed in the best ways for them to do this without having to rely on a flow of Western dollars currency to accomplish it. We are coming up with ways that we can work together and trust one another when everything else has been blown out of the water. We are finding ways to center survivors of greatest severity because we believe that if we serve first their needs, everyone around them will also be safer. The expressions of community theory we're trying to put together are for the purposes of being able to talk about what we need and how to get it outside the normative mainstream structures that we were taught to rely on that are now crumbling all around us and us trained so well to look for them in every context and assume that they will be there to catch us. And survivors listening know how eerie the turnaround when suddenly family members and community members 
believe you to be lying because of the things that they've heard, because of what we've all been swimming in. And you may go years and decades asking yourself the question, did I somehow make this all up all while trying my best to do the right thing and be honest and forthcoming? And somehow I am still the bad guy? How's this happening? When this is going on this way, we must have to face a dramatic, terrorizing change, sometimes to create equally dramatic shift in our approach to problem solving to keep up with environmental mutations. What I want to rhyme now is, it's no vacation. <laughs> it's a perpetual altercation. We are in need of a meditation station. I am in need of more patience. But it's hard to have patience when you're being daily kicked in the face. And that's a situation for so many of us these days. Can we somehow invite one another out of our individual and collective fogs? in order to write some things down and solve some problems. That's what I'm looking for. And I know I'm not the only one anymore. But I also know that nearly everyone I'm talking to is neurotoxic to some degree. And they may or may not be fully understanding me. And usually the answer is they're not. But the ones I'm in contact with are really trying. And I think with some of that patience I mentioned, we are all going to see that seeing's not all there is of things. And that something soon is nourishment bringing. And we need to be open enough to notice it. Especially when we never know whether to trust what we're seeing. in a constant culture of disbelieving. I'm going to do some breathing.
voluptuous witch on Twitter has written a wonderful thread which I have added to the Notes on Refuge Twitter moment. Thank you to Brendan Heidenreich who shared this thread with me. I'm going to read it so that you can hear it with me. Voluptuous Witch writes, I have so much to say and write about illness, and I will one day, but today I'm thinking a lot about how everyone I know who's sick for a long time opens up about the isolation and the feeling that people are unable to support them in the long term. We have a get sick and get better narrative we like, when in reality many people are sick for months or years and are in need of the most support, especially since the circumstances are really misunderstood and there are more practical needs to attend. I think a lot of people who have never been seriously ill or had a chronic illness genuinely don't know what to do or say for those they care about. And of course, there are also layers of ableism and judgment to unpack. I have some ideas for how to support your friends. Hire a cleaning service for them. There's a lot of internalized guilt and shame and just general suffering around being physically unable to maintain your living space. It can really help someone's mood, life, and help them heal too. Send them gift cards for a food delivery service they like and use. Being able to order meals when you're unable to make one can be really life-saving. Help with taking medications that need to be taken with food and make life a little easier for an hour or two. Visit them. Visiting your friends with the sole purpose of being there to support them for whatever window of time you can is so valuable. Bring what you need, snacks, water, so they don't feel stressed about caring for you. Let them know you don't, let them know they don't have to perform for you. Text them regularly. Ask them when is a good time of day, like not interrupting their sleep or a time of day that is often hard for them emotionally or because of pain, and check in with them. Some people like to be asked how they're feeling and others don't. Ask, listen. Call or FaceTime. FaceTime and calls can seem stressful when you're not feeling well, but low stress contact can also be really healing. Let your friends know they can be just however they are or look and tell them you'd love to talk to them once a week, etc. Ask them if they need anything for their health or happiness that you can help pay for. There might be something helpful that seems just too expensive on top of all of the other costs. You and other friends might be able to fairly easily collect the money for a three-month supply, etc. Buy them groceries or grocery delivery, or if you can't but you're local, offer to food shop for them and drop it off. This is one of the most helpful things you can do, seriously.
Get clear on what you can offer in time, money, energy, and share that with them very directly. Say something like, I really would like to help you with whatever you need, and this is what I can give. What's the way to be most helpful to you? Help them with what they want and need. Buying them supplements you think they should take or telling them they have to have a happy conversation with you because happiness will make them better. These are all a huge no. They decide. You help. It's simple. Offer to make calls to hospitals, banks, credit cards if they have stuff like that pending, and they do. Handling logistical things or just being the one to get on the phone so they don't have to is hugely helpful. Gather the info you need and then do it on your own time. Bonus woo suggestion. Think about how much you love them in addition to doing something on this list. Sending love and support by keeping people in your thoughts or prayers or meditations or whatever it is you do does help energetically. Love your friends as much as you can. And send them money. That's one of the best things. But I also see that so many people still don't want to do that for whatever reason and feel more comfortable paying for specific things. Giving something is better than giving nothing. So however you do it, just give. Some other things I thought of continues Voluptuous Witch. If they can go out doing very them-centric hangouts that center the needs of their illness with space, volume, dietary, etc. Money for Amazon Prime for movies, music, books, or getting them Netflix. Believe them about their experience. Oh, and taking them to doctor's appointments. It's hard to go to so many of those alone, especially when you're unpartnered because everything here is set up to assume that you will be in a marriage or partnership and that person will do all of these things for you, which is not reality. Thank you so much to Voluptuous Witch on Twitter for this thread, which I will post a link to now at intuitive.pub slash radio text.